Some rats or mice had shredded the paper for me, Ellie said. Good thing, too, because my fingers are still too cold to work properly. Her tone was deliberately lighter, impersonal even. Don't think we'll use the beds, but the blankets might be okay. The wood sizzled a little, but the flame was still growing. The glow caught Ellie's face as she leaned in to blow gently on the fire. Water dripped from her long braid to add to the puddle at her feet. Smoke puffed out and made her cough. There could well be a bird's nest or two in the chimney, but they should burn away soon. We'll get the potbelly going too if we can, and that should get things toasty in no time. Jake had to forgive the dismissal of his old injury as some kind of joke. She didn't know the truth, and if he wasn't prepared to enlighten her, it would be unfair to hold a grudge. And he had to admire her. She was capable, this Eleanor Sutton. But that was hardly surprising given what she did for a job. Jake was given the task of feeding larger sticks into the fire as it grew, while Ellie limped over to the kitchen to get the stove going. His hands began aching unbearably as heat finally penetrated the frozen layer of skin. And when he looked up, he saw Ellie's pained expression as she shook her hands. Hurts, doesn't it? It's good. Means there's some circulation happening and nerves are waking up. She nodded in satisfaction at the fire Jake was tending. I'll see if I can find us some dry clothes. My dad kept a trunk of stuff under the bed, and it's a tin trunk, so it should have kept the rats out. Do you get snakes too? No snakes in New Zealand. Have you never been here before? No. I guess you were just passing by with the yacht race. Wasn't there a stop plan in Auckland? Yeah, I was getting off then. I'm here for a job. That was why I talked Ben into giving me a lift on his yacht. Ben, that's your friend who was on the life raft with you. He's my brother. Twin brother. Oh. The enormity of having to leave Ben behind and not trying to go back and get him was clearly registering. I'm... I'm sorry, Jake. Yeah, me too. It was a good life raft. There's still hope that he'll make it. Jake found himself staring at Ellie. It felt very odd, his gaze clinging to hers like this, as if he was pleading, desperately wanting to believe, begging her to prove herself trustworthy. She was in the business of rescuing people who found themselves in dire situations, so she should know what she was talking about. We weren't the only rescue team out there, she told him quietly. There were other choppers, planes, and there's other boats, container ships, as well as the Coast Guard. There's plenty of daylight left, and there was such compassion in her eyes and her body language, the way she was leaning towards him, holding out one hand. If she'd been close enough, she'd be touching him right now. He wished she was that close. And there are literally hundreds of islands on this part of the coastline. All it needs is for a current to get him close to land, and he'll be able to find shelter until the worst of the storm is over. Maybe it was the compassion he could see that did it, or the comfort of the reassurance she was offering. Or maybe it was because of that longing that she had been close enough to underpin her words with human touch. Whatever it was, Jake could pull back. Yes, she was offering him what he wanted more than anything in this moment. 
and the invitation to believe her was so sincere. But they were all like that, weren't they? Especially women. He knew better than to trust. Yeah, right. He wrenched his gaze free, turning back towards the fire and using a stick to poke at it. He didn't want to talk about Ben. He didn't want to show this stranger how he was really feeling, how afraid he was. Who knew what contacts she might have? What could turn up as a headline on some celebrity website?